0: News today. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from Nicole and the Progressive Voices Network.
1: The Senate is adjourned. The U.S. Senate wrapped up its first marathon day in the impeachment trial of Donald Trump on Tuesday, January 21st, or actually Wednesday morning, January 22nd, by adopting a resolution outlining the basic rules for the rest of the trial. The party-line vote of 53 to 47 was the same tally for each of the 11 amendments offered by Senate Democrats. The
0: amendment is tabled. The amendment is tabled. The amendment is tabled.
1: Well, except for one. Susan Collins became the lone Republican to cast a vote with the Democrats on the 10th Amendment offered, which would have allowed each side additional time to respond to motions. The prospect of more Republicans defecting to vote with the Democrats dimmed when, just before the trial began, McConnell released a revised version of the opening rules. The changes, handwritten into the resolution, were reportedly the result of a deal with a group of about 15 Republicans who had concerns about them. The rules now give the impeachment managers and Trump's legal team three days each to make their 24 hours of trial arguments instead of the two that McConnell had originally proposed. The revised rules also agreed that the House evidence would be automatically admitted, whereas the original version would have required a vote on each piece of evidence introduced. That deal apparently kept the caucus voting in lockstep. The debate and votes on Tuesday were all about the rules, which lead impeachment manager Adam Schiff said was more important than the senator's eventual vote on whether to convict or acquit Trump arguing that a fair trial would include witnesses and documents which the White House has blocked from the beginning of the inquiry. Adam Schiff opened for the prosecution, saying McConnell's resolution required the House to prove its case without witnesses, without documents, calling it a, quote, trial first, then evidence approach. The
0: trial should be fair to the House, which has been wrongly deprived of evidence by a president who wishes to conceal it, It should be fair to the president who will not benefit from an acquittal or dismissal if the trial is not viewed as fair, if it is not viewed as impartial. And fair to you senators who are tasked with the grave responsibility of determining whether to convict or acquit and should do so with the benefit of all of the facts. And fair to the American people who deserve the full truth and who deserve representatives who will seek it on their behalf.
1: The rest of the 13 hour long day consisted of debate and votes on 11 amendments, all asking for subpoenas for witnesses, including John Bolton and Mick Mulvaney or documents from the White House. The new resolution calls for opening statements to begin Wednesday at 1 p.m. House managers and the president's counsel will be given 24 hours over three days to argue the case. After that, the senators will have 16 hours to ask questions of the two panels. At that time, senators will have the opportunity to vote again on whether they want to hear from additional witnesses or see additional documents. The mood got ugly at times as Democrats laid out their case and Republicans attacked Democrats complaining about the process and, well, mostly lying. A debate about a subpoena for John Bolton got heated between House Manager Jerry Nadler and Trump Counsel Pat Cipollone and prompted Chief Justice John Roberts to issue a warning about civility.
2: I see a lot of senators voting for a cover-up, voting to deny witnesses, an absolutely indefensible vote, obviously a treacherous vote, a vote against an honest consideration of the evidence against the president, a vote against an honest trial, a vote against the United States. A real trial we know has witnesses. We urge you to do your duty. Permit a fair trial. All the witnesses must be permitted. That's elementary in American justice. Either you want the truth and you must permit the witnesses or you want a shameful cover-up. History will judge and so will the electorate.
3: We've been respectful of the Senate. We've made our arguments to you. And you don't deserve, and we don't deserve what just happened. Mr. Nadler came up here and made false allegations against our team. He made false allegations against all of you. He accused you of a cover-up. He's been making false allegations against the president. The only one who should be embarrassed Mr. Nadler, is you, for the way you've addressed this body. Mr. Nadler, you owe an apology to the President of the United States and his family. You owe an apology to the Senate. But most of all, you owe an apology to the American people. It is
2: beyond belief that the President claims monarchical powers, I can do whatever I want, under Article II says he, and then acts on that, defies everything defies the law to withhold aid from Ukraine, defies the law in a dozen different directions, all the time, and lies about it, all the time, and says to Mr. Cipollone here to lie about it.
0: I think it is appropriate at this point for me to admonish uh, both the house managers and the president's Council in equal terms uh, to remember that they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body I do think those uh, addressing the Senate should remember where they are.
1: The world's greatest deliberative body? That may have been true a generation or two ago, but I don't think anyone can say that today. Anyway, Roberts didn't butt in when Schiff called out Cipollone for blatantly lying about the House impeachment inquiry process. Not
3: even Mr. Schiff's Republican colleagues were allowed into the skiff. Information was selectively leaked out. Witnesses were threatened. Good public servants were told that they would be held in contempt. The president was not allowed to call witnesses. By the way, there's still evidence in the skiff that we haven't been allowed to see. I wonder why.
1: Take it away, Chairman Schiff.
0: Now, I'm not gonna suggest to you that Mr. Cipollone would deliberately make a false statement. I will leave it to Mr. Cipollone to make those allegations against others. But I will tell you this, he's mistaken. He's mistaken. Every Republican on the three investigative committees was allowed to participate in the depositions. And more than that, they got the same time we did. You show me another presidential impeachment that had that kind of access for the opposite party. Now there were depositions in the Clinton impeachment. There were depositions in the Nixon impeachment. So what they would say is some secret process. Well, they were the same private depositions in these other impeachments as well.
1: He's not mistaken. He's lying. And that's just a bit of What's News for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. We'll continue to cover the important details of the Senate impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump. We'll update you here on What's News and on The Nicole Sandler Show, heard at 5 p.m. Eastern here on the Progressive Voices Network.